Yo, yo, welcome to the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. I haven't had a drink yet. It's the podcast that invites you to come find yourself so you can listen to this and say, thank God for that. It's not just me. And I can speak to you and say, no, it's not just you. It is also me recording this at 11.16 a.m. on, it's Sunday. It's Sunday. Oh, I was going to do a tell me on a Sunday compilation, but time is short. So um, I don't know. We'll just call this tell me on a Sunday, maybe. But the reason why I'm recording this early is because it's a busy old day. There's a lot going on. And let's be honest, when your friend is making jugs of Moscow mule, oh, my God, um, I may not be in the best shape to record later on today but who knows maybe you'll get a bit of a bonus episode um i've been to the wreck slash park wreck with a park in it park what's at the wreck and it's buzzing let me tell you who knew that so many people had gazebos now um there's going to be a couple of companion episodes actually this can be a tell me anna Sunday, please, because, because I will include in the show notes links to episodes that are relevant to this and that are about coming together and celebrating and kind of, I don't know, having a little peek into other people's lives. So uh, get down to the rec park rec uh, for about half past nine and um you can see who's got the best gazebos. Oh yeah. Now, if you go back to, there'll be, there's an episode called Platy Jubes because I last went to one of these kind of celebrations as you may have done around uh, the Platinum Jubilee. And um, when I went to the Platinum Jubilee celebrations at the local park, I took nothing but a picnic blanket, which I think is what Yogi Bear used to say, picnic blanket because um, a friend of mine who lives at the manor in the village the manor's been separated into smaller houses but she's still queen of lady of the manor lady of the manor um so the manor had an area not a gazebo but they had an area to sit at and i went along and joined them and took advantage of their champagne don't you know it was offered to me i didn't just help myself um but yeah just had a picnic blanket uh, got sunburned, I had a very, very jolly time and marveled at the fact that people had basically brought the entire contents of their gardens to kind of go, yeah, well, you know, I thought about bringing the camping chairs, but then we go, we've bought this lovely glass top table from B&Q and we only live, you know, a quarter of a mile away. Let's get the whole family to bring it down with reclining chairs. And uh, this time, (laughs) this time, my gazebo is next door but one to those people. (laughs) So uh, uh, I got a spot next to a very good friend of mine and uh, excited about that. Got the gazebo out, which hasn't been used in years. Bought it about 10 years ago. I thought this could be interesting because it's been stored in the shed. And um, there were a couple of marks where something, an animal, a moth, a mouse, 
a mouse probably um, has gnawed a hole in part of the covering but um, it's okay there's a couple of mildew marks on it um, but I got points for having a gazebo that put, sort of it's called pop-up but you kind of each grab a corner and walk backwards and it erects itself and you just pull the legs down so I, I get bonus points for having one that you can work out how to make it work um, my friends brought theirs which just I love because it made me think of anyone that's got an artificial Christmas tree put your hand up yeah I'm one of those and uh, if you've got an artificial Christmas tree you will know that every year it goes back in the box but it doesn't quite fit so you have to wrap it with an extra layer of packing tape and then the number of layers of packing tape tell you how old your Christmas tree is. I think ours is about 12 years old. So um, they brought theirs down. It, it's in a cardboard box that's got layers and layers of tape. And then all of the pieces are numbered. And so you have to, you have to, have to, have to keep the instructions. And as you fit one bit, another bit falls out. So we had a good laugh putting that together. Um, so we've got that one, my one. And um, yeah, then there's this one where they've got their garden furniture, reclining chairs, and we've been arranged around what has been called the dance floor. And the dance floor was being marked out by a lady who was spraying this solvent, fucking hell, the smell of it. I mean, she was bent right over, <laughs> she was bent right over, snorting it as she sprayed. It was so strong. So that's been marked out. And I was like, why would you have, like, dance floor sounds a bit weird and formal. However, I've discovered there's going to be a Kaylee. There's going to be a Kaylee at about four o'clock. And if you listen to my Soho House episode, which I'll put a link in. It's day 195, if you want to go and sort of scroll through, but I'll put a link in. Um, there was a Kaylee at Soho House Festival with a very good band, and I loved it. So it may be, <laughs> I'm going to be the one that Kaylee's um, to Kaylee. But uh, looking forward to that. So it could actually be good. And in a mark of, or a stroke of luck, an absolute stroke of luck, I have to collect my son from his football match at the precise time that the blessing happens. So I can avoid the blessing, I can avoid any um, swearing allegiance, because I won't do that. No, I won't do <laughs> This is where everybody leaves though, because you're like, I will not listen to you sing, Tony, would you give it a rest? Um, so yeah, I get to avoid the religious stuff. I get to avoid pledging any kind of allegiance. And instead, I get to focus on having fun with my friends and observing the people who, you know, we're cobbled together in our group. There's, I think, four of us that have, that have combined our efforts, playing to our strengths. You now we've got the, the very good baker. We've got, I've got a gazette. I've got a gazebo. Yes, I've got a gazebo. We're cobbling together everything. So that's the one look. The other look is people bring in all of their garden furniture. Um, I mean, it's not Soho House. Let's be honest. Now, if you didn't hear the episode about Soho House, 
um, food was included in the ticket price for that. And the food was lobster. So on the one hand, you've got someone like me, I've, I've made, <laughs> I'm just showing off today. I've made a smoked salmon and cream cheese, uh, plate with smoked salmon and cream cheese sandwiches, you know, left the crusts on though, because uh, they're good for you, aren't they? Um, but yeah, there, there won't be people that just expect to have lobster served to them um, as part of the the experience. Um, and the other thing I was going to say in terms of looking at other people and observing what people care about, what's important to them, is that uh, part of my collecting my son means driving down and then up this incredibly steep hill that's not too far from where we live. It's called Streetly Hill. And if you've ever been on Streetly Hill, you will know this thing. First, it is steep. Uh, secondly, there's a pub at the bottom called The Ball that uh, lorry drivers can't help themselves but drive into on a regular basis. And thirdly, there's always a fucking cyclist who, because <laughs> it's one of those challenge ones and it drives me insane. And I love that there are people so committed to their fitness that they're like, I will conquer this hill. But it means that if you encounter them going up, you are going to be doing five miles an hour on. Now, I looked this up. I looked this up because I thought I'll find out what's the gradient. The average gradient is 1.2%. Uh, no, no, sorry. Oh, hang on before the cyclists get angry. The average gradient is 11.2%. I think it goes up to something like 18% at some point. All of this means nothing to me. It means nothing to me except that I hope I don't burn my clutch out basically but in looking at these stats because it is it's quite a short hill I think on average it takes people about four or five minutes to get up the fastest person is did it in two and a bit minutes because you know there are people that have to track their every moment of fitness on Strava and uh, I was looking at this and then I saw one of my neighbors is a local legend local legend so I'm gonna have a chat to him about that over the fence because I'm one of those neighbours. We chat over the fence. He's a very nice man. He's also very fit, according to Strava. So there you have it. There you go. I've had an insight into my neighbour's world. <laughs> had an insight into the world of everyone in the village. And I'm sure we're all going to know a little bit more about each other by the end of today. And I will also be getting another insight into the world of the West London elite, because I'm going to Soho House Festival again this year, just showing off constantly. Gazebo this, smoked salmon that, Soho House that. What do I hope for you? I hope that today the sun shines on you and that you get to learn a little bit about someone that you know. Thank you for being here for the podcast. I hope you enjoy this episode. I will. I will be back with you tomorrow. Bye-bye.